0: To another episode of the American Swirl Podcast. I am Rudy Martinez.
1: I am Raw Elder coming at you live and direct. Where from? I'm in uh, Scottsdale,
0: Arizona. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. Got I think everybody, everybody knows that by now. And Fine. I'm in Mexico Beach, Florida. I went walking on the beach today. It was nice, actually. How's it
1: feel being the only Mexican in Mexico Beach?
0: Well, it's funny because I mean, I guess I am the only Mexican in Mexico beach, but technically, I mean, there are so many people here who are Brown like me. Um, because we had, I've, I think we've covered this before. We had that category category five hurricane in 18, and we're still not even near being done being rebuilt. So a lot of the construction crews are, um, immigrants. Um, the people who put my house together, they're from all over the place, Guatemala, Honduras, um, uh, El Salvador. So. I haven't met any that were from Mexico though. That's, yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. I will tell you this though, this is kind of funny and, and mildly racist. Uh, at least a couple of times I've been out and about in town doing my business, just you know, doing whatever you do when you live here. And I've had people ask me what crew I work with. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, uh, what? No.
1: <laughs> you should just say no speak English.
0: I should no, I will, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, it comes with the territory, I suppose. Yeah. I think these are the little minor slights that I don't think people really, I don't think people see that as racist. And, and, and I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's not, uh, it's a little racist though. You
1: no, know, it is. It's a little it
0: biased. It's like, why can't I just yeah. be a brown guy that lives here? Right. You know why? Cause the reality is if you think about it, if you think it through logically, The people who are saying this are asking me this are making assumptions. Uh, I will say we had my guy, he was working on my house and and he had another customer come up to him uh, while he was in my driveway asking about a job and whatever. And I went over and I'm like, kind of like, uh, hey, uh, Victor, what are we, when are we going to get this done? And guy kind of acted like um, his crew was getting uppity with him. And Victor had to let him know, no, 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 this is the guy I'm working for. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jesus, man, come on. So anyway, um, wanted to talk about, well, first of all, I wanted to apologize for last week. I'm, I'm actually going to put, so we had like the first six minutes that recorded last week, uh, video and audio. We were trying to do video and unbeknownst to me while we were recording, your audio stopped recording about six minutes in. So I'm going to add the first six minutes of last week's episode that we actually got and throw it either on the end of this or at the beginning of this. Um, and I do want to apologize for us not having an episode up last week.
1: We, uh, we and, did all the prep and we did the work and it just did not work out. Unfortunately.
0: Right. Right. And it was funny because you were nerding out big time about <laughs> um, WandaVision. Yeah. In and comics in like general. Yeah. Uh, Right, right. You know what? I mean, since we didn't really get to cover it, since we lost the episode, go, go. Tell us all about your nerdery and uh, what it was like growing up. I mean, you know, I think there are things that people think are, are, uh, 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 well, you just go ahead. I'm just going to shut my face hole and let you talk.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So last week, what we were talking about is uh, Rudy was wondering if, you know, being that I'm, I'm really into comics, if that was like something that alienated me from my community and uh i was telling him how honestly it wasn't because most of the kids in my neighborhood you know we found this this uh comic book shop which wasn't too far as i think it was in westfield and we would just go there and just get comic books so everybody in my neighborhood was into comic books um and and you know we nerded out especially on like like the marvel stuff and you know because we saw a lot of of people that looked like us in in the marvel comics more or less um, plus, they were, they were just cooler. I mean, Batman was cool for DC, but for the most part, the Marvel comics were better um, and more
0: diverse. All right. So, let me ask your nerdery expertise here, then, because I tried to read comics and like uh, Captain America bored me to tears. Um, I, I read some Spider Man and I kind of dug them, um, but I just, it was never a thing for me. But what makes DC or Marvel, what makes one better than the other? Because to me, it all looked the same at least from the comic book standpoint. So,
1: and for, for me personally, like I said, like with the X-Men and like with my my dad, he was the type of guy, like if we were interest, interested in something, he would like full on embrace it and we were just in it together, right? So he went into the history of finding out that, you know, the X-Men were based on what was going on during the civil rights era. And, you know, they didn't say black people, they were talking about mutants in the comics, of course, but he was just telling us that, those characters were based on what was happening to black people during the civil rights era. So that kind of interest inter, interested me. Um, so I guess that more or less made me gravitate more to Marvel just because I felt like they kind of understood where someone like me from the outside was coming from, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, mean, I guess I just, I, I guess I didn't, I didn't see it. It didn't click for me. Uh, but I think part of it too is cool. I think, um, you know, I, any of the, the art that I consume, and I do consider comics art uh, because I, I also consider, you know, just like movies and music and poetry or anything else, whatever. Um, but it has to grab me, and yeah. there was just never one that grabbed me. Like, yeah. you have to tell me a good story. And, and, and there wasn't – I think for my brain, it just didn't work yeah. the way, you know. Because I could look at it, like I brought my wife home uh, from the library this last week. I brought her back the entire omnibus of Captain Marvel because that's kind of her thing. Yeah, uh, or one of her things actually. She's got lots of them, um, <laughs> and uh, and I can look at it, and I mean, it is some of that artwork, dude, is ridiculous, gorgeous. But reading it, it just it hurts my brain. Yeah, the and way I, it's put together.
1: And as a kid, like especially in in the black and Latino community, we're into hip hop and a lot of our like graffiti and all that stuff. A lot of that comes from comics. Um, A lot of uh, the artists we like, like like we said this last week, like MF doom, you know, he based his, his persona on, on a comic book character. Um, My brother, Rasul, who's great with music. He also used to draw comics. So that's just, it was just something that we did, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 So, not that I want to change the subject. Oh, actually, you know what? Just this popped in my brain while you were talking about this, though, because I think last week the one thing that we didn't get in the recording was we were talking about uh, Deadpool. I think is what it was, yeah. And how DC has their equivalent, and I guess there's equivalents on all of them. And and you said something about Superman, and I told my wife what you said, and she said, "Nope, he's wrong." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and she's because- right. She's right. I am wrong. But I feel like. So I said Iron Man was the equivalent of Superman for like the Justice League, if we're talking about the Avengers. But what I meant was not by his powers. Some of his powers are similar. He can fly and all that. And he's a man of steel. Right. He's the man of steel as well as Superman being the man of steel. But they're both were the leaders of their groups is what I meant as well. But if we're talking about abilities, then obviously Captain Marvel
0: is – she's actually probably more powerful than Superman. Well, I, I didn't know this until after I – got an earful after last week's episode from my wife. I didn't know that Captain Marvel was actually a man before. Yeah. uh, And I guess there was a big lawsuit or something. Um, I I really kind of wish my wife would not be so shy and come on and she could explain (laughs) all that stuff to you guys a lot better than I ever could. Well, yeah. Because I feel like I am swimming in the deep end and I don't know what the heck I'm talking about.
1: So I don't know (laughs) who came first. I know there were two Captain Marvels. There was Oh, were there? Yeah. There's one at DC and there was one in – there's one for DC, and that one you know is Shazam. He's from the Marvell family. But then you had Marvell, who's also Captain Marvel, um, who was an alien, and, and he became Captain Marvel when he came to Earth or whatever. And then somehow you know, Carol Dan- Danvers
0: became Captain, Captain Marvel. As well. Yeah, And that's the only one I know is Captain Marvel. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you straight up right now. So when my wife listens to this, you better not be wrong, because she's going to come back, <laughs> and she's going to be like, all right, let me explain to him why so, he's wrong in so many ways. <laughs>
1: and, may, and you know what? I don't know which one came first. I just know that um, Shazam is supposedly the Captain Marvel of the DC universe. And he's oh, I like, didn't know that.
0: Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's, it's weird, because there's like- it all, You know, it feels very incestuous. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because like there was like a dad Marvel and a mom Marvel, and then the kid was like, the, I don't know what their actual names were, because I didn't really get into DC Comics like that. Right. But, and I don't even know who won the lawsuit, honestly, but I know Captain Marvel- I don't Marvel, even, yeah. Captain Marvel from the Marvel Comics is better to me, if you ask me.
0: I think Samantha would agree with you. <laughs> um, so then the whole point the last week was we were going to talk about one. We, we did actually talk about WandaVision. And then we've had another episode since then. Yes. Uh, and I was coming at it from the perspective of I don't read the comics. I don't know who, like, I don't know who. Uh, Agatha Harkness. Uh, what's her name? Harkness is. Yeah. Um, so like when she showed up the episode before last, at the very end of the episode, mm-hmm. Samantha literally got up, put her hands up in the air. And she's like, yes. And I'm like, whoa, I obviously missed something. So she has explained it to me since then, and it still goes over my head. But I love the show, dude. I mean, the show is its, it's one of the show. best shows that I've seen in a long, long time. Forget the comic. Forget about canon. I'm not here to argue about that stuff. I'm just talking from just from a show standpoint. It is so good. Dude, if I'm and being then, honest, as, though,
1: I wasn't even into the show. Like the first couple episodes, I was like, all right, what the hell is happening? And then once it started unraveling, that's when I got more into it.
0: Yeah, and that's what's funny because that's what got me first. I'm old. I'm a lot older than you, and so I mean, I was I wasn't there for like the Dick Van Dyke show, but I I was I mean, growing up in L.A., we had I love Lucy reruns all the time, every day, Um, and so I grew up watching all of that shit. And so for me, it was like, ooh, this. I'm here for this. I am here for it. I don't know (laughs) where they're going, but I I want to know because this is so cool. So I understand that a lot of people were like you were just like, I don't get what the hell's going on, but everybody who stayed around for the payoff, dude. Yeah. It's been something, man. It's yeah. been something special. Yeah. And I think that I love, uh, I, I binge like when something drops and they give you all 10 episodes, I, I'll binge watch the whole thing. I, I hate to say this, but I, I kind of have enjoyed having a new episode every week Yeah, because, you know, it's like it drops and then, you like, okay, you got to be strategic. You can't complain about spoilers on the internet because we've had the internet long enough. So I have to like, kind of make sure I know who to avoid and where not to go until I've had time to watch it. And then I watch it and then I find those people. And it's like, there's this, Oh my God, how did you miss that? How did I miss that? Oh my God. da da da. And this week's episode, uh, for those who don't know, I do another podcast with my buddy, Charlie, uh, called the movie misfits podcast. And we're, we're, we've written screenplays together and we just submitted one yesterday to the, uh, the Academy for consideration for a Nichols, um, uh, fellowship. It, 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 it's a long shot. I doubt that anything will come of it, but we're hoping that we can get get some traction anyway. So, you know, I love well-written words. And when, when that line dropped, dude, that, uh, uh, what is it maybe, or what is grief, but love persevering, dude, I wanted to get up, walk out and just, I just, it was like, nobody needs to write anything else ever, ever, ever. That was, (laughs) that's going to be one of those quotes like yippee-ki-yay motherfucker, or, or you can't handle the truth that people are going to quote for the rest of forever.
1: Yeah. And they're going to put the wrong, they're going to quote it to the wrong person. They're going to say Gandhi said it. Yeah. (laughs) Abraham
0: Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be Abraham Lincoln with a picture of Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Nelson Mandela with a picture of Morgan,
0: <laughs> and it'll be a picture of Malcolm X. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that was oh. Anyway, all right. Have you gotten your nerd out? Have you have you gotten enough of your nerd out? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's out there. Oh, and you did ask, you did, ask, and I
1: never got the answer last week. You were saying about oh, sorry like, if I was uh, if it was more or less me being introverted as far as like, you know, reading comics and, and just getting away or not being able to speak with people. I don't know what the question was or something like that. But anyway, I was never really an, an introvert like that. Um, I've always been an extrovert. I'm the oldest of, of all the grandkids and kids in my family. So yeah, I was always around kids, right? So that was the one thing that let me be to myself. You know what I mean? Like that was the So thing. it
0: got you away from all the
1: noise. Exactly. That was the one thing that got me away from everybody else that I had to myself and I didn't have to share.
0: Yeah. I get that. I get that a lot. Yeah. Cause I'm also the oldest and there's six of us yeah. and yeah, for me, it was books and movies. Um, you know, I could, in music, I mean, I would, yeah. yeah, I was the kid who was under the covers at night when everyone else was asleep with my little earbud in my little AM radio just listening to whatever I could find on the radio until I fell asleep. Um, and it was the same thing. It was just like, I got to go someplace else. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, there's one other thing we were talking about this before the show. And, uh, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but I, I just had this happen on Facebook and a friend of mine had posted a, a Mr. Potato head is no longer a Mr. He's, I'm not sure exactly. Honestly, I, just I haven't been keeping right. Uh to me it's not a big deal. I don't yes. okay. it's, I, I don't understand why people are getting upset about it. But uh people have started posting a ton of similar memes. And I saw one today that was like, you know, instead of man witch, it's going to become uh uh m- in gender neutral witch or some something like that. It was lame. It wasn't even a chuckle, and I'm like, eh, whatever. I mean, it's just not a surprise, low hanging fruit. But the thread in there, there was a a transgender person who was upset by it and she was friends with the poster. And I watched this entire thread. I read the entire thread. uh, And I am of the opinion that you do not tell someone what they can or cannot joke about. Uh, As a comedian, you just don't tell me what I can make jokes about. However, as a comedian, if I make a joke, I have got to be able to stand up for it and take my beatings if my beatings are coming. Because that's part of the job. You don't just get to say, "I'm going to make whatever jokes I want," and if you don't like it, tough shit. I'm going to make jokes, whatever jokes I want, and if you're going to come at me, I'm either going to listen or I'm going to tell you to fuck off. And it's going to depend a lot to me on who you are and what your motive is. Um, If if I make, and I've had friends of mine, people who who I care about, who have seen things that I've posted, who have PM'd me and said, "Hey, Rudy, uh, that thing you said." or that you shared, it really hurt me. It bothered me. And, and here's why. And I've taken things down. I've done jokes that, um, I have had people offended by, and I have said tough shit, uh, because I'm not going to apologize for it. I'll give you an example. I, I used to way back in 2008, <clears throat> excuse me, when Barack Obama was elected president for the first time, I used to do a bit about how he he really, I don't understand why all these people are, are pissed off and, and, and offended that we have a black president cause he's not really black. And the whole joke was just about how he's, you know, uh, the whole joke honestly revolved around the inauguration. And I mean, I've, have you ever seen Barack Obama dance? He does the white man overbite. And so the punchline is just like, he's not black. I mean, if you see him dancing, you know, you, he's, if you watch the inauguration, he's out there doing the white man over bite and, and even Michelle Obama's looking at him like, nigga, please. <laughs> and, and, and I had, and it was always black dudes who would come up to me after a show and like, you can't say that. That's, you can't say that word. Why not? Because that's our word because you know, you're not, you don't understand all the negative connotations. I get it. And, and, and you're right. I don't. So break it down for me. Go ahead. But then I was always having black women who would come up to me and be like, nah, that shit's funny. You keep doing it. I'm not saying I was right by any stretch of the imagination. I am saying that I would do that joke in, in, in front of a black audience. And after the show, if I had to, to go outside with someone and, and it had to get loud, that's what happened. And I would stand by my joke. Nobody ever actually said something to me in the context of my joke that made me feel like. Um, I had to stop it. And again, I'm not saying I'm right. But I've had other jokes that, that I've made that people have said, hey, man, that joke, that fat joke is overplayed. That, you know, that you can't call people retarded because, you know, whatever. Uh, and I get it and I understand it. And it makes sense because they have a child or there's somebody who's reading it that's on my Facebook and, and they're affected by it because they're autistic or because they're this or they're that. And well, so I will, I will listen. Here's the thing too like is the is the joke done in good taste?
1: Are you just going out to be offensive like like the Obama joke, if I'm listening to it yeah. and and you say, "Oh Michelle says blah, blah blah, you're saying it in the character of Michelle, you're not just saying the word to say the word right right um also, it's not like you're going it's not in a it's not an offensive joke in the fact that you're just trying to be mean spirited in the joke right like right if you're making this potato head joke. And then you do the man joke, it's almost like it's mean spirited, right? And if, if, if me as your friend and I'm going through a transition and I'm telling you, Hey dog, that kind of hurt. Like if you're supposed to be my friend, you'll listen to what I'm saying. If I'm being a little bitch, then tell me, Hey man, I don't think, I think you're taking it the wrong way and explain to me why I'm taking it the wrong way. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I will say the posters to the posters credit, he, he tried to do that, uh, my, cause I did respond and I said, you know, when it's people I care about, I'll at least listen. Um, and I, I didn't feel like that was the exchange that was happening. It was more of a, you know how this person is. He always jokes and he's not going to stop making these jokes. And you knew this when you became his friend. Well, dude, I've made jokes about, I mean, I've made jokes about being molested. I've made rape jokes. I've made jokes about horrible, heinous things. I've made jokes about my wife's cancer. Um, that doesn't mean that those jokes aren't going to land on somebody in a way that affects them negatively. And, and, and as a professional comedian, I really did feel like it was my responsibility to at least lean in and listen. Because even if I didn't stop making a joke or, or you know, I, if I could find a way to make the same point and make the same laugh and change the joke, I would try to do that. Um, And that's what I think I didn't feel like I noticed. Actually, what I'd love to do is I'd love to ask him to come on. um, And maybe even if if we can get uh, his trans friend on and kind of have that, that'd be amazing. I think that'd be a really interesting conversation. Yeah, that would be awesome.
1: I mean, because- I'll ask him. Because, you know, you got to have both perspectives, right? I mean, if the guy's just an asshole, then it'll it'll show. (laughs) But at the same time- And
0: and that's the thing is I, I know him and he's not. Yeah. He's, he's a genuinely compassionate guy. Um uh, he likes to stoke the fire and, and I get that, but I will be honest with you. I mean, if I saw him post a wetback joke, I'd probably call him on it too, you know? So there's, yeah, yeah. I think there are just things that you have to understand that, Hey, and if he had said, Hey dude, that wasn't what this joke was or this joke or whatever, he could explain it to me. Then I probably would say, okay, whatever. And if he made that joke to me in person like you and I have talked about, I feel like he and I are close enough friends that if he made a joke about me being Mexican, he can make that joke when it's just him and I because he's my friend and I know he has my back when when the shit hits the fan. Um so it's really weird. I think it's a really interesting dynamic cuz I don't know what his relationship with with this other person is to begin yeah. with, honestly. It could just be some stranger and and you know, they're they're upset for the sake of being upset. I don't know.
1: Yeah? That's true. And I mean, you know, in today's climate some people look at any reason to be upset. Not saying that that's what's going on, but right. you you can hardly say anything without people getting upset these days. Um,
0: right? You can say puppies are cute, and somebody's going to get pissed off because they love cats more, and you're offending cats. I absolutely get that.
1: And if I'm being honest, I'm gonna go ahead and say fuck puppies because I gotta walk them
0: fools. <laughs> 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 You just pissed off a whole bunch of listeners. Yeah, man, way to go! And I'm not apologizing,
1: y'all. you Come see me.
0: Come see me. (laughs) Fuck puppies. Fuck puppies, man. (laughs) Cat life. I say that about. (laughs) Oh, fuck that! I can't. I can't. Cats just stink up the place, man. Not if you and they're just so much work. Yeah, you have to take care of them all the time. I just take my dog outside three times a day, let him do his business, and we come back inside. That's it.
1: Listen, my house never
0: smells like shit and piss.
1: Butterscotch wakes up. We drink some water together. We watch cartoons. He goes, does business. I instantly scoop it out, flush it down the toilet. You don't smell nothing. That's just people that don't be cleaning out the litter box, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've known people like that. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, you clean your litter and box. The other thing too, though, is is I'm definitely allergic. So you know, oh, there's that, dude. I, I did I ever tell you I almost lost an eye once to a cat. To a cat. Not because it scratched me. I was at a friend of mine's house. This was back when I was in high school. I was at a friend of mine's house, right? And we were just hanging out, watching TV, playing video games. That's what we were doing, playing video games. Um, and he had a beautiful cat. I don't know what kind of cat it was, but it had like the long, fluffy white hair. Ooh. Um, and for the most part, I was able to keep the cat away from me. But we get into this game. And it was one of those ones where we take turns. And so it's his turn and he's going. And I'm not even paying attention. And this cat just rolls up on me and is giving me some lovin's. And I just put my hand down and start petting this cat without thinking about it. And I have glasses. And so I've adjusted my glasses and I must have hit my eye or something because all of a sudden my eye starts to itch and it budges out of my freaking socket. It, I guess it's what? the film that's like on the outside of your eyeball. Yeah. There's like this clear film. It bulged out to the point where I couldn't close my eye. and I had to go to the hospital. Holy shit. Yeah. Fortunately, it was just like an antihistamine and I was, I was all right, but dude, it was scary. That is scary. Man, I mean, got- it ended up being a lot worse or I made it sound a lot worse than it was. But dude, what, what but it did. My that film bust out, my eyelid would not close anymore and I'm like, "Let's go. We got to go." That's crazy, man.
1: What's really crazy is how weak your immune system is. We got to fix that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, man. I think we've done enough. We've done enough. You've talked enough shit about me, man. You hurt my heart now.
1: I'm sorry. I so I'm going to go.
0: I do love yeah. you. Yeah. Your loving's hurt, man. Your loving's hurt. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to throw the uh, last week, first six minutes of last week's episode onto this um, so that this will end up being like a full half hour episode. I love the new theme. I absolutely love the new theme. I'm going to oh, throw yeah. your brother's um, link on. When I upload this too, because dude, he, he makes some good music. Actually, I was really impressed. Honestly, I am not just saying that I was really impressed. I'll put it to you this way. When you sent me that one song that I thought was him and it ended up being Nas, I went down a Nas rabbit hole. Cause I wanted to know all about your love for Nas. Nas is my and, man. Yeah. Well, you have bad taste. What? I listened to. <laughs> Cause I'm listening to him and I'm like, other than that one song, maybe. One or two others, I'm like, I just don't. It doesn't move me. Like I said earlier, man, art has to move me. I'm gonna send you some didn't. stuff I like. I don't, know right, do I don't know. what You found? I don't know what you found. Honestly, I, I just it was honestly it was the uh, essentials from Apple Music of Nas. Oh, yeah, and yeah. so I listened to it, and I'm like, eh. But then I went and, and found your brother's music, and um, I was like, damn, this is good. Like it, it, it was like I said, it's one of those things where the music. Even without the lyrics, the music, everything about it was making something inside of me feel. Yeah. And I love, I love that. That's my kind of music.
1: Yeah, that kid can write, so, man. That kid can write. Uh, yeah, he uh, can. Shout out Rasul Muhammad. I love you.
0: Yup. What's his name on, on, on Apple Music? Cause on, on Apple told me music, and I have it written down.
1: He goes by Rasul, the nobody, it's spelled no as in K-N-O-W. K-N-O-W. Yep. yep. The nobody elder. So yeah. uh, check and him out. And it's really
0: good. Check him out.
1: Um, absolutely one of my favorite songs from him right now is called Dictatorship yeah. um, it's it's really cool so check him out
0: so check him out anyway and for those of you who are going to check him out he's the one who's playing us in and out today so yeah alright brother roll I, love you. alright I love you too man I'll talk to you later deuces alright deuces First off, I wanted to say uh, because everybody's going to hear the new intro when I mix this whole bad boy up. The new intro is so much better than the one that we had before that I put together. So, uh, shout out to your brother, man. Does he have a website or something that we could send people to so that they can maybe you know check out his stuff?
1: He does, and maybe we add a link to it because I don't know it off the top of my head. Uh, Shout out, Rasul. All right, Uh, it's my man. and uh, my little brother. So, yeah, shout out, Rasul.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Rasul. That was badass. Um, so before, when, when, when you got on, and I was sitting here on my phone, right? Somebody had posted something on the Facebook about something or other about about Trump being racist, and, and somebody commented that, uh, you know, that the whole thing is just media. It's, it, racism really isn't a problem in this country. And um and I wasn't gonna say anything except that I saw there was a thread below it that people were responding to him and, and said something to him about, You live in Montana, there's definitely racism. And I'm like, Oh my god. That reminded me of of something that happened. This is a one hundred percent true story. So I used to do stand up comedy for for the people who don't know. And um I was opening for a guy and we had a show in Butte, Montana. And it was a firehouse that was converted into a bar and it was really a cool place. It was gorgeous. And it was just the way that they did it. They left a lot of the fire. Oh shit. Hold on a second.
1: While we're waiting. I'm going
0: to have to fix that because that's my goddamn dog being an idiot. All right. So
1: Rudy's dog got loose.
0: All right. So I'll start over again. I forgot. I usually I'll put my dog upstairs. Um, so this guy was from Montana and I saw that somebody had mentioned that. And so I thought about, it just reminded me of this show that I did. Uh, I did a show in Butte, Montana. It was a converted firehouse. It was really beautiful. They left a lot of the the firehouse theme stuff up and just converted it into a bar. And it was, it was a packed show. There's probably close to a hundred people there. Um, and so we're kind of sitting there before and everything, and everybody's mingling and BSing and whatever. And then they, get up and they announced the comedy show and everybody's like, Oh yeah. And then they announced the opener is all the way from Los Angeles, California, Rudy Martinez. And all of a sudden it went, and I get up on stage and I'm like, you know, Hey, it's so good to be here. And I, I'm not even making this up. Everybody except for three people got up and left the fucking building. And what, you know? Yeah. And I was like, what? The, I haven't even said anything. How could I have offended you? And I, I do my set, you know, and, and when you're the opener, you do like 20 minutes, a half an hour. And I did my set because people paid me to be here. And there are three paying customers that are sitting there in the audience. So they're going to get a goddamn show. So I do my set, get off the stage and I go sit at the bar and I'm like, so what was that about? Like how, I mean, did I, did they see something that I had done before or what was the deal? And the bartender, I feel I felt so bad for her, but she just got very red and very sheepish, and she's like, "I'm so sorry." She's like, "They didn't know that they were gonna that it was going to be a Mexican coming, and they were just racist." I mean, that that's all there was to it. They were just fucking racist. So I was that's what I was telling that guy when when he was like, "Racism doesn't, you know, it, it's just it's the media, it's this, that, and the other, and da da da." And I told him, I'm like, dude, I could tell you a lot of stuff. I I could tell you about the time that I was told from the audience while I was on stage. Guy got up and screamed at me that we hunt Mexicans on Wednesdays. I could tell you about, you know, uh, the times when we were driving and a cop pulled up next to me and saw me driving, slammed on his brakes, got behind me, pulled me over, made me get in his car. and, And it had happened like three or four times when we were on this particular tour. And my white friend, comedian guy that I was with, he's like, do they do that to you every time, like pull you out of the car and make you get in the back seat and and all that? I said, well, if I don't, then they're just going to cuff me and make me sit on the sidewalk. So yeah, that's yeah. And he just couldn't believe it. Um, yeah. just, that So that's what I was doing when you, when you logged in and you watched me and you saw me on my phone, just kind of tapping, tapping, tap, <laughs> tapping. I was like, I got to tell this guy, you just have to. So how have you been? You were lounging. <laughs> I'm
1: good, man. I'm good. I wanna I wanna piggyback on your story. It it's funny to me the people that say oh racism doesn't exist, they mostly live in a bubble. Yeah. Like this guy lives in Montana, he's right. only around white people all day. Right? The majority white people. I doubt there's many black or Mexican people in Montana. Um although our hair is beautiful, right? I never want to go Can't there confirm. because there's not a lot of us. Right. Right. And <laughs> and these people they- <laughs>
0: it is beautiful. It's very cold.
1: Yeah. But they always say Oh, there's, there's no such thing as racism. It's the media. No, that's you trying to project onto the media. something that you can't prove cause you've never seen it because there's not a lot of different people
0: around you. That's what that. Well, is. cause it doesn't affect you personally. And when it doesn't affect exactly. you personally, you, you can live. And honestly, I, I know this gets thrown around a lot, but that is the epitome of white privilege. Um, because even if you do see racism, it's not really going to affect you. And even if it does affect you, if you are one of those white people who lives in, let's just say you live in a predominantly black or, or Latino community, um, and let's not get it twisted, there are fucking racist black people and there are racist Latino people. Um, at the end of the day, if you have to deal with it, it's still going to be somewhat different because uh, you and me, uh, the Latino community, the black community, the Asian community, even, you know, t- to, a large extent, any community of color or, or sexual orientation other than straight male um, is affected because people in power are still mostly straight white dudes.